the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello everyone, this is V. And this is Tim. And we welcome you to episode 7 of our Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. So we're here in Piraeus, did I say that correct? Yes, Piraeus, Greece. We got here about three days ago, and we are here right now overlooking the water. It's at the Mediterranean, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So you might hear a little bit of humming in the background. That's because we are at a cigar bar just overlooking the water, and this humming is actually their filtration going. So for this episode, you'll be hearing that humming in the background, but that's better than me humming in the background. Uh, we are at an extremely cool looking cigar lounge. Yes, it's made out of rock, wood, and leather. So today, since we are at a cigar lounge, and this episode is actually brought to you by this cigar lounge. You and me. Um, well, that's the name of the, the, cigar, name of the that's, cigar lounge. It's not you and me that brought it to you, it is you and me, the cigar bar. Which brings us to today's talk an Ayurvedic look at cigars. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Ayurveda and cigars. That goes against so much I've been told in my Ayurvedic teachings. A lot of people say that Ayurveda says smoking's bad for you. A lot of people say that Ayurveda is all about being healthy and all about following specific rules. And you're now saying that cigar smoking could be part of those rules. I'm going to let you tell me why that is while I go grab a cigar <laughs> and light one up. Ayurveda, the science of your life, the science of how you live in tune, in harmony with your environment, in harmony with your community, in harmony with Mother Nature. Ayurveda is all about making the most out of this human experience. And in order to make the most out of this human experience, we need to honor our five senses and we need to honor our greatest asset, our greatest gift, which is every moment in time. Can I jump in just a little bit? There's an ancient book, te mm -hmm. text, uh, that say, and the book is? The uh, Upanishads. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering. I'm going to jump oh, right, yeah. <laughs> way back to the first oh, yeah, yeah. writings. Uh -huh. yes. The Upanishads. Yes say that we are, not only should we be thinking about the brain, yes. we should also be thinking about the body. Exactly. And this comes from the Upanishads. Exactly. Make the most out of this uh, human experience. Do not underestimate, do not degrade, do not disrespect your body. Excellent. When, whether you disrespect your body or whether you disrespect your mind, it's, uh, it's missing your dharma, it's missing your purpose. 
And uh, the way to honor the body and honor the mind is by honoring your senses and honoring every single moment. And that sounds a lot like a ceremony or a ritual. Right? Which brings me to the first part of this is mm -hmm. the ceremony of making cigars. So when I was growing up in Florida, there was a little store down the road and there was this little man. He, at that time, because I was real young, he looked like he was 150. Uh, he was hunched over. He was sitting every day in front of a window so you could walk down the street and watch him. And he was rolling cigars every day. People were screaming and hollering as they were walking down the street, but yet he stayed focused and rolled cigars with this big, huge smile on his face. He never got angry. He never threw things. He just rolled cigars with a big smile. That's ceremony, right? That sounds like a really, really strong kaffa to me. A very grounded, strong, healthy kaffa very emotionally and mentally composed. And he looked like he was meditating. Yeah. He did not yeah. look like he was in the world at that mm -hmm. time. He looked like he was in his own world. Making cigars is a ceremony in and of itself. Putting the leaves in properly, getting the roll not too tight, not too loose, getting everything set up yeah. about the cigar. So you're getting, you're looking at having something made by a happy, focused human being. And that's the cigar you want to smoke. Uh, you know that the product that has gone into it is good, but also the most important is the energy of the person who, who put it all together. And that goes into yeah. the food that we eat. Okay. You don't want to go to a restaurant that has somebody angry in the back throwing your food around. Exactly. You want to eat food. Yep. You want to drink drinks. Yes. And I'm going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> again. Uh, again. <laughs> Remember that show we watched on the Booze Traveler? Oh, yeah. And uh, there was, uh, that was a, really a, good show. <laughs> a vodka that they were making and they were distilling it with gems. Yes, it was and playing, sapphires. Yeah. I think it was yep. blue sapphires and diamonds. And, and they were, they were playing chants in the yes. background because they believed that that was infusing yes. good energy into the alcohol. We still haven't been able to find that vodka. Yes, though. but we will. <laughs> <But> we will. <laughs> so back to though, this is what we're looking at for a good cigar. You want that infusion of the person that's making it. The person that cuts it, the person that roll everything about it needs to be a ceremony and that's what you get when you buy a great cigar. Exactly, when you buy a great cigar from a company who has honored Mother Earth and the people who put it together. And Ayurveda, back to the food and drink, Ayurveda says something as simple as that. If you are not feeling good, if you are unhappy, not just don't eat, don't cook. Don't cook, don't prepare any food or drink for yourself if you are not feeling really good. Because that energy that you have that's not the best is going to be infused into the food and the drink and it's going to aggravate what you already feel that's not good. So you're creating a bad cycle. You are creating a vicious cycle. It's something as simple as that. So somebody who's 
who really loves what they are doing, you are connecting with that great energy. And uh, it can turn into, I know I'm not supposed to say that word, but it can turn into therapy. So. Well, we're not talking about yoga lines right now. Exactly, so, so I can therapy. say anything I want. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Ceremony of the people that make the cigar. Mm -hmm. Ceremony of the people that sell the cigar. Oh, yeah. You want somebody that's well-known. You don't want to just walk into a grocery store and pick up a box of cigars. You really want to have people selling the cigars that love, that have passion for that cigar also. Exactly. Uh, actually, whenever we go into a cigar bar and I am getting a cigar, I'm going to ask the person that's selling it to me, what is their favorite? Yes. You see the smile on their yes. face? Yes. And they pick out the cigar that they would smoke. And that's the cigar. And, that, and that's the cigar you should try because also it has the energy of the Mother Earth, of the person who prepared it and the person who offered it to you. And then when you smoke it. Yes. And I'm going to bring another term in, and this is a term we learned when we were in Okinawa, mm -hmm. and it is itadakimasu. Itadakimasu. And that's what you're supposed to say before eating, and it... Before putting anything in your body, and uh, it's the Japanese word for honoring all of the beings, all the spirits that came together to bring whatever it is that you are experiencing, whether that's a food, a drink, or a cigar. So from today on, before I light up the cigar, it's itadakimasu. Absolutely. Giving respect to everything, everyone that was involved in us having yeah. that cigar. Even the people who drove the truck or the airplane or whatever it is that brought those cigars to the location where you get to enjoy them. Everything, everything has an effect everything, on it. Everything, the rain, the wind, the sun, the, the soil, everything, absolutely everything. Everything has life. You better thank everything. <laughs> it's not good karma if you don't. <laughs> the meditation, the process, the ceremony of smoking a cigar now. So when you light up a cigar, and now especially, itadakimasu, mm -hmm. <clears throat> your grandfather taught you something. Yes, the, my, who was a pharmacist. He taught you a lot chemist. of things. Yes. <laughs> but, but what's the French term? He, the savoir vivre. Um, it's a, to know how to live. You can think of it as a, a, the French term for Ayurveda, the science of life. Savoir, to know, vivre, to live. To know how to live properly to make the most out of this human experience. The savoir vivre is actually all about respect and reverence. Respect and reverence for anything and everything, anywhere from how you behave sitting at the dining room table to how you hold the cigar that you're smoking. That would even go into how you light the cigar, yep. what you use to light the cigar. You don't just use a bic to light <laughs> a cigar. You don't uh, chew the end of the cigar. You light it properly. You then smoke it properly, focusing on every inhale, every exhale. You actually turn it into a meditative process. Yeah. That's why so many people, and, and I, I remember one of the people that owned a cigar bar in Georgia 
talked about uh, people who smoke cigars are doers. They get things done. Yes. And when they're smoking the cigar, they slow everything down yes. to be able to focus on what the next task is. So they're actually meditating on smoking a cigar which then gives them the ability to follow through with more projects. Exactly, yeah, it's like rebooting. They are rebooting their mind uh, at that time. And it's always great to meditate daily. Yes. Some people don't like meditating. Yes. Uh, we find that uh, a lot of people think that they hate meditating, but they end up are actually meditating. Yeah. And there's two terms for meditation. Yes. There is the uh, structured meditation, which is the sitting, very strict, very precise, yeah, and non-structured meditation. And this would be considered a non-structured. No, exactly, non-structured meditation, and you start with non-structured meditation practices, and eventually you can really enjoy and get a lot out of the structured meditation practices. And after our short break, we'll come back with non-structured meditation practices. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. So, non-structured meditation. What is the meaning, the definition of non-structured meditation? The, the two main things that characterize a non-structured meditation is using the five senses, and doing it with awareness, respect, and reverence. So in the cigar case... You like the ARR, awareness, respect, reverence. Awareness, respect, reverence, yes. So those are yeah, three very favorite words of mine. Um, in the cigar smoking case, you have the five senses, right? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yep. You look at. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're talking about the five senses. Uh -huh. So let's start with uh, visual, looking. You you look at the color of the wrapper. Because there's usually three different colors, and it changes the taste. Exactly, and there is no right or wrong. Yes, it's, there is. Oh, okay. To some degree, <laughs> if you're having coffee, you might like a darker. Like today, ah, we had it with our right. coffee, and we had a medium wrapper. That's so right. So it was more of a, and the, the leaves inside were more of a medium also. So it went really well with the great coffee. So I, not <laughs> that there is a rule. You're correct. But yeah. it, there is a rule depending on your taste. Yeah. And, and what you're mixing it with. And what your environment is. Yes. Right? Yes. Because right now, we're in, literally, in a room that is surrounded by rock. Uh -huh. And the rock helps the moisture. It takes moisture out of the room. Uh -huh. We're surrounded by leather furniture uh -huh. and wood floors and wood wood furniture also, which helps with the visual 
and the taste of the cigar. Exactly. So having a cigar on a bus doesn't <laughs> taste as good as having a cigar like in a room like this. And uh, then you, it involves the touch, right? You touch mm -hmm. it, uh, you cut it, you clean the, you are better with the terminology than I am. You clean the, the loose uh, uh, tobacco leaves off of it so you're not inhaling them. Mm -hmm. uh, when you cut it, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you, so you gotta take a taste of it before lighting First it. smell it. Yes, you have to smell it, you have to feel it, make sure mm -hmm. it's not too hard, not too soft. You have to make sure the draw mm -hmm. of air is coming in properly so you're not forcing it. And also, when you do the draw, you know if the, the leaves have been broke. So you don't want to lose the cigar intake because the leaves are bad. So all of those things help you to see if you're going to smoke a good cigar. Because we've been at places where we bought, you know, a very expensive cigar mm -hmm. and it wasn't properly taken care of and it so was you got, yeah so you have like a 60 70 dollar cigar mm -hmm. and it is worse than a 50 cent cigar because it wasn't taken care of it wasn't treated properly yes. yeah and by doing those you automatically know that you need to get rid of that cigar and get a new one exactly also the sound right yes. the, when you cut it right mm -hmm. it has to it has to snap exactly. it has to be crisp and or you use the puncher. Yeah. Uh, and I like the punch because it's it's it always makes a perfect hole. Uh -huh. uh, a lot of times when you cut it, even though I do use cutting, and today we used cutter, mm -hmm. uh, you get you get a good draw from it. It makes a nice mm -hmm. solid draw. And I believe there's another form, but I've never used that for cutting. And then when you actually light it, the sound is involved again. Mm -hmm. Right? You pay attention. Well, you have to light it in a way that you seal the outer skin to the inner skin so you mm -hmm. get a nice draw. You don't just light it. You have to caress it. You have to actually... It's like a foreplay. <laughs> yeah, you have to do the foreplay before you smoke. Yep. Uh, you have to make sure that the cigar is burning properly. And that gets into even what you use to light it. Mm -hmm. I prefer butane because mm -hmm. it doesn't give a taste into the cigar and a butane that is like four burners versus one burner is even better some people will say that using a match is great mm -hmm. and it is but you have to have a very specific match so you don't get the sulfur into the cigar because that's going to make a very good cigar taste very cheap and then as you can tell i'm a little anal about <laughs> cigars but and uh, then you, it's time to actually do the process, and that's where the smell and the taste are highly involved. Uh, is the during the inhale, during the exhale, and all that. So not that the, not that the other senses are still not in, are not involved, but that the smell and the taste yes. are. And fully involved. For, for me, I, I prefer sitting mm -hmm. and relaxing or standing, leaning up against something and smoking. I don't want to be working. I don't want to be moving. I don't want to have to be doing other things. I don't want to be driving down the road or even walking mm -hmm. while I'm doing it. For me, the focus, the meditation aspect yeah. is right then and there. And again, that's exactly what it creates. It creates a right then and there. 
you're right in the now of the moment and it's all and it's also it's like it's fully a relationship that the person has with a cigar i actually start off with hey how you doing <laughs> it's a, you need to be present mm -hmm. it, otherwise it's like talking with a friend and while the friend is talking to you about something that really matters to them you are checking your uh, ipad or something you are not there it's a relationship you are fully there and in Ayurveda, Ayurveda says everything, everything and everyone you come in contact with, you have a relationship and you need to be present. So smoking a cigar while driving may be something someone enjoys, but that's not the non-structured meditation because they are not fully present. So, and that's where the Ayurveda comes in. And that's how, where the Ayurveda comes in. So non-structured meditation is the five senses, honoring the five senses, and honoring that moment, having awareness, respect, and reverence. And we're getting it. We're talking about meditation. Mm -hmm. There are all different forms of non-structure, and we'll go into those yeah. throughout all of the hundreds of podcasts we'll be doing, <laughs> possibly thousands yeah. of podcasts. <laughs> But we'll get into those in other ones. This one we're talking about the cigar. Yeah. And they have proven now, mm -hmm. scientifically, that a small amount of nicotine is good for the brain. Yes, it's considered an nootropic or a media rasayana. In Sanskrit, it would be media rasayana, rejuvenation of the mind. And in Greek, it is called? In Greek, it's... Uh, no trap, right? No, no, yeah, no trap. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that comes from nous, which means mind or spirit, and tropos, which means to shift. It, it shifts your mind, hopefully for the better. <laughs> it can shift it for the it worse. It can shift it for the worse if you're doing it improperly. Exactly. If you if you are doing it for the wrong reasons, if you are if you are feeling, and what would the wrong reason be? You are, you are really depressed, it's like drinking alcohol to forget, to escape. That's not going to work. That's well, not, in the long term, it's going to have negative effects. Smoking cigar because you're pissed off about something, that's, in the long run, it's going to have negative effects. Thank you. That's going to bring you're in welcome. the next hey. lead-in mm -hmm. of cigarette smoking. Yes. We do a lot, we help a lot of people quit smoking. Yes. And can you explain how you do that Ayurvedically? The, the moment you start paying attention to what you are doing, how it makes you feel, when you are doing it, and why you are doing it, the moment you start paying attention, then you will actually discover whether it works for you or not and it will help you it will help you make your own decision whether to continue or not and chances are very high when something is not good for you the moment you start paying attention to the why when how all that you will decide to quit doing it it's not going to be instantaneously, but in eventually it's a matter of time before you quit doing it. 
And we've seen great success doing it we that way. We have seen great success because, you know, someone telling you, oh, Tim, quit doing that, it's not good for you. You're an, if you don't believe in it, if you, you're not going to quit doing it. Actually, there was a book, and it's what, The Tipping Point. The Tipping Point, yeah. Talks a little bit about that, telling that yep. uh, most people who smoke actually yep. believe that they're going, they're going to lose more of their life by smoking than actually science proves. Yeah, they believe so, it's worse than, for them than it actually is. And but they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. So you have to bring in that caring in order to yep. literally do yep. it. The decision has to come from within. We'll be back in a couple seconds with two fun facts about smoking. Stay tuned. Fun fact number one, Shiva was the god of marijuana, which is extremely interesting <laughs> because his son, Ganesha, is the god of sweets. Sort of goes a little hand in hand there. Consider that. Uh -huh. And then fun fact number two is that in a lot of cultures, smoke carries the prayers to the heavens. So if we're looking at cigar smoke, if you're smoking unhappy, if you're mad, if you're not focused, that's what you're going to be carrying to God. But if you're happy, you're enjoying it, you're meditating, you're really in the moment, that is what you're going to be bringing to God. So be careful what message you're sending. Thank you all so much for listening. Namaste Kala, which is Greek for may we all be well. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.